show brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I am your afternoon, after work drinking host, Sean. Danny, it's weird talking to you on a Thursday. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we took a week off because we changed the recording schedule due to somebody changing schedules once again. 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 <laughs> so um so we're recording this is thursday you guys will hear it on sunday it'll be a little our weird. rockets in flight Boom. after new light hey oh oh man i feel like i'm uh, yeah i'm socially it's like socially acceptable to have a beer right now it's like five o'clock instead of like four in the morning <laughs> like we were talking about like Day shift rules the world. <laughs> yes, before yeah. So basically, we're on the same schedule, but three hours apart. Just about. Mm-hmm. That weird in between shift schedule that everyone's like, "So wait, do you work graveyard or swing?" And it's like, "Yes, I yeah. work the shift." Yes, <laughs> just whatever, dude. Yeah, UPS is just weird because. They used to have a shift called Twilight. Yeah. They would start at like between like five and six, you know, during the the, mo- the twilight hours most of the year in California. <laughs> and then, but then they uh, they changed, they added a shift earlier, so they pushed Twilight back. Now eight, Twilight starts at eight p.m., which I guess is like the heat of summer is the twilight, and the sun's going down at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm just like, dead. I, I just remember, it, I always, I know I give you shit about it all the time. You're like, I work on day shift. I'm like, and then it's like, yeah, I'm going in at 11.30 p.m. I'm like, that doesn't, that, that doesn't sound like first shift. How did you get back to third shift <laughs> without <laughs> signing up? <laughs> well, for, for, for UPS, it's not your first, it's not the first shift that defines your schedule. It's your second shift. So I'm on the day ramp. And so there's always a loophole. It is. Sometimes that's the best hole. <laughs> oh man, but so I came home today. I took I wanted to lay down like for a little bit and then I played quite possibly like the safest safest form of Russian roulette. The the most da- the safest the da- the most dangerous you can play game you can play without like putting your life on the line. Of oh, uh, I uh Turned my alarm off and I got comfortable again. I definitely took a nap, and but I made sure I reset the timer because I do a timer. I don't do a, like an alarm. So that was just like I was like, mm, thirty minutes just wasn't enough today. It's been a rough week on the sleep. <laughs> like let's do it again. I'm like yeah, so I I'm like drinking coffee. I'm like all right. Um. By the time I wake up, the coffee will like energize me, and it, nah, no. So my sister, uh, like, uh, got a job, a new job with Monster, basically right at the start of the pandemic. And so, as one of her perks of her job, she gets two cases of Monster a week to take home. Mm-hmm. Um. And so the last time I went over, um, she had these energy drink seltzers and she had like a mountain of these she was like basically they're like getting rid of them mm-hmm. and so i'm like at first i was like no nah, it's fine i don't want one and then i'm like curiosity got the best of me and i should have just listened to the voice of reason the first time <laughs> so there was a white peach and a cherry flavor right yeah and so i grabbed one of each and so i uh popped popped it open the i tried the white peach first and i popped it open mm-hmm. got this enormous amazing whiff of like just fresh peaches right just I'm like, whoa, this this might actually be good. And then whatever whatever smell that lingered in my head <laughs> of the peach was all the flavor that was in the seltzer. That was it. Just just the just the reminder of the of the peach <laughs> scent. I just had to think long and hard and dwell on the scent of peach that I got. So you're and saying the same thing with the cherry. boy has a rival. Oh. Well, I think there's a reason why they're closing it out. <laughs> He's like, I just, I just, I just, I just drink them on on the weekends with an add vodka to it. Lacroix <laughs> is like, you can't defeat me. 
Oh man, dude, it was so much promise because I've had like good like craft brew seltzers where they put real fruit in there and it tastes like what it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. This was just nasty. Here's a sneeze. As Cleveland, as Cleveland, as Cleveland would say, that's just nasty. They just had seltzer and they just sprayed um, CO two with peach <laughs> smells into into it. <laughs> like when you go get your car washed and they ask you what scent you want and then it's like. You get in the car and you smell the, the whatever sense you get the first time you get in your car and then never again. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it was like, man. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can see why they're uh, they're discontinuing this. But it's pretty nice. She has like a cupboard in her uh, at her house that's just like a, a variety of different monsters. Mm, nice. That's what I liked about going to your house when we first met. You'd be like, here, I have, you know, many sodas. And I'm like, okay, what, like two? I fucking open up the fridge. I'm like, god damn, dude, is this 7-Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got Coke and Pepsi? Come on, man. Like, <laughs> Well, that's that's to keep the wife happy. We we let the, the Coke. We, I'm a Pepsi guy. She's a Coke lady. Oh, whew. See you guys, everybody could make it. Everybody could get along. If if the Pepsi guy and the Coke girl could get along, everybody should. Oh, so I saw something on Reddit. All that before I forget to tell you, this reminds me of it. <laughs> Apparently, like there was a winter delicacy in the '60s mm-hmm. that they would serve, and I saw people talking about getting it even up into the '90s. Like they would like they're like. Talking about their like junior hockey team would have them, somebody would bring a crock pot and have it in the crock pot for after their practice or whatever. Yeah, warm Dr. Pepper, like hot Dr. Pepper, not warm, but hot Dr. Pepper. What is wrong with people? Wrong? I know who would drink Dr. Pepper. It is gross. Don't you fucking bring that on the show? Don't you say that. You can say all you it's want. Been... You can say all the other things about me, but you cannot talk about Doctor. It's already been brought in. Your cherry flavored prune juice. That <laughs> <laughs> actually has more cherry flavor than the Monster Energy Drink. Mm. So the, the reason I was at my sister's house though is because you know we always take our nieces out and do stuff for their birthdays, and she wanted to go uh, to record stores. Ooh. She's starting to like develop her own her own take. She's at that age where she's realizing her parents' music kind of sucks, and she wants her own music. <laughs> and she came to you. And so, uh, yes, truly well, to be desperate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've taken her to a couple concerts and stuff, and like I said, that's fair. Um, we're, we try to buy their love, but that's okay. It's working because they're it, young and dumb. Yeah, well, they're getting they're almost <laughs> getting to the point now where they're not going to want to hang out with us anymore. But um, so I took her out to Amoeba Records, and we're looking around and stuff, and I'm kind of, like, I told him, like, she brought a friend along, so I'm just like, we walk in, and I'm like, they kind of looking back, at, like, they're kind of walking in front of me, and I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, look back, and I'm like, go, wherever, go. I'm like, just stay together and don't leave the store. Right? Mm-hmm. And so my wife, like, we're like, walk, they go off, and we were like, walking with me and my wife to the back. And she's like, but what about, and I'm like, they're fine. They're fine. So, but, um, so I was kind of looking around too at records and stuff, and I'm like, oh, check this one out to my wife. And she's like, do you want to get a record? Do you want to get like into collecting records? And I'm like, I already have too much shit. And like, add to to the temptation. And waifus, I don't have room for records. Oh, and Legos and (laughs) hats and, 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 um, but just to add to the temptation, though, they were having like a special like one day sale where it was like twenty five percent off all record players. Oh, do they have a record player then? My niece does, yes, yes, but I don't, yeah. and so gotcha. So she's kind of getting into some Pink Floyd business, and the other actually the other parts that come with Pink Floyd. No, she's not, not there yet. Not yet. Right. But she does have a pretty eclectic taste. Like she ended up getting like. Um, System of a Down, Slipknot. Um, she had like she needed one more uh one more Billie Eilish record. Now she has every Billie Eilish album. Nice. Um, there was one more and Taylor Swift. She's got range. Yeah. 
Slipknot. Which is like that's Taylor Swift. Which is that's cool. Like have a range. Like listen to don't listen to listen to one thing. Sorry, man. If you want to fucking play Lady Gaga and whatnot blaring in your car, cool, bro. No shame. I don't have any Lady Gaga. I do have my. I was driving somewhere with my wife, and this I have this uh Scandinavian death metal band on my in my rotation, mm-hmm. and one of their songs popped on. And my wife looked at me. She's like, looked at the name of the it was because it was in her car, and the name popped up on the center console. Mm-hmm. She looked at the song, looked back at me again, and she's like, "What is your problem? <laughs> what is this song even about? Do you, do we have time to go over this? So I mean, the song the song today we're doing we're running yes. errands. We don't have time for this conversation." And I'm like, it's just a song title for shock. And so, but the song title was uh, Raped by the Light of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually thinking it was going to have a cutesy name, but then be like super death metal. No. (laughs) No, it it had a death metal name and was super death metal. (laughs) <laughs> yes it was <laughs> oh. yes so what are you drinking Sean you know, the question is is how many of them have beautiful long blonde hair from what I remember seeing them live at least most I'm pretty sure most if not the whole band did yes I know the <laughs> well I don't think it's blonde anymore because they're like they're when I saw them they're like doing the 20th anniversary of like their second or third album it wasn't even their first album gotcha so they're like my age yeah and they've been around so i think their their blonde hair is starting to lose its blondiness I'm, we've been around yes mm-hmm. so the i am having a shandy inspired by the summertime because I I don't know why but you know shandy's just seem really good right now and I know it's I know it's pumpkin season but fuck pumpkin season it's summer drinking time again <laughs> I'm bringing summer drinking back <laughs> uh, don't let the seasons uh dictate what you drink Florida drinks like the thickest and heaviest stouts year round yeah. they, it's always stout season they... <laughs> True. um so I have so inspired from Double Nickel. Um, I know we talked about it on the show. So they were making shandies at the brewery, and I was just like, oh. like I only had shandy like out of a bottle, and it was never like, just never was that good, you know. So once I had it like fresh, I was like, wow, like just have to start doing it. So I have the stimulus beer from Double Nickel. So during the summer they brew they brew this beer and this is actually the same beer they use for their shandy. So I did try their other pilsner. This one is better for shandies. So, but the other one's not bad. So as this one goes out of season, there is still a solid substitute. So it could be snowy outside, you know, with with a foot of snow, but you could still have summertime greatness inside. Um so here is my beautiful Shandy. I'm almost halfway done already. <laughs> so if any indication tells you it is good. I will say I have let Double Nickel down, though. We ran out of lemonade and did a quick lemonade grab. And uh, this lemonade's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, I... uh. A couple weeks ago, just I just did a test run because mm-hmm. I didn't want to like do it on the air and be disappointed, you know, in person because I had a good shandy mm-hmm. and a good lemonade. Like there's this coffee shop we go to, and lately I've been getting their uh, I'm getting a like a toast. They usually do like Texas toast with stuff on it, and then a lemonade to drink mm-hmm. instead of coffee. Yeah, and so the lemonade is pretty amazing. And so I went and got their lemonade and was going to make a shandy. And I don't know if I just got the the ratio off or whatever, but it was not as good as I had hoped it would be. Mm. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm maybe it's a good thing I didn't do it on the uh, on the podcast. I could be disappointed by myself. Did you like the what beer did you use? It was a 
Jack Pilsner that I've had before. Okay, that you like, obviously. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I did know. I think you you might just have to like find either a right ratio or a right lemonade beer combo because, like I said, I don't know why, but this one is right. Much so, yeah. So it, we, it just goes with the lemonade better. I don't, but I, it, I mean, they're both pilsners, but you know, beer magic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the hop like it's like the yeast or the whatever, but um, like I said, like it's it, it. I figured it was probably my fault because it usually is where I probably either just had the wrong ratio or just yeah. didn't didn't. Uh, so I did have like the right about combination. Like a, a thumb thumb amount of lemonade and poured beard on top of that. Okay, is that did you okay. do more or less? I did more lemonade. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I did. So give it like an inch of lemonade. Roughly, I think I did about two thirds. I think I did like a third lemonade to two thirds beer. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. So you want to try to get your your full twelve ounce in the pint glass, and then use like the rest of it at like four ounces to play okay. with, with play with the lemonade. Um, I did now, use now. Did I know what I know what my wife feels like? What's going to be my joke of the four inches to play with? <laughs> I did use the Trader Joe's lemonade before, so just for reference. So Trader Joe's lemonade, good. Turkey Hill, bad. Not so great. Not, Not so, so good. good. No, Not so good. Like I'm ready to like end the show right now and go <laughs> drive somewhere and get better lemonade. Oh man! Now I got to. And the funny thing is, this. is. You gotta chug, just plug and chug, man. Plug and chug. <laughs> no drain pours. Drain pours are for the weak. <laughs> so, what kind of uh, summer summertime beverage are you drinking? So, since since we're drinking summer beers, and we are usually, you know, somewhere along the same wavelength, John. Always, I, always. I am drinking. I am drinking a barley wine. <laughs> I mean, because nothing shouts summer like barley wines. <laughs> Maybe it's in a it's in a little cute twelve ounce bottle. Mm -hmm. It's from uh, Pojala Pojala Pojala. It's a it's a product of Estonia, just mm -hmm. like Kerali. It's brewed and packaged by Pol Pojala, and from Tallinn, Estonia. So it's liquid pinata. It's barrel aged stout barley wine with vanilla. A stout barley wine blended from maple syrup. Tequila and bourbon barrels conditioned with Mexican and Madagascar and vanilla. <laughs> and it's got like a nice tiny. This is one of the ones that I bought when I went to La Bodega looking for something Pilsnery to drink mm -hmm. or maybe like like a nice fruity sour. And I didn't see anything. I just so I just I'm like, well, let's go see what the barley wine wall looks like. And I walked out with three barley wines. <laughs> No, no, uh, <laughs> man, but you can smell like the, the vanilla and the barrels. I mean, it's, so it's vanilla and smoky, which I don't know where the smoke is coming from. Like, it's not sweet. Like I thought it would be. It's a, uh, that's a certain bit between 54 and 60 degrees Fahrenheit, which might be at this point now. It's been sent out for a little bit, man, this is pretty good. <laughs> I'm glad it's in a small bottle, though. I don't know if I can drink a full big bottle anymore of these things. Not everybody's crazy like um, Lost Abbey, where they put them in like the wine the wine bottle barley wines, which is also one of the ones that I picked up. <laughs> I think that's going to be a. I'm not going to go. I'm not like a all day drinker or just sip on it all day. Throw that pink. <laughs> throw that pinky out. Fancy, yes. <laughs> barley wine is life, man. Give me, if I'm drinking a barley wine, I'm going to live forever. Or at least uh, my body will stick around forever because it'll be preserved. <laughs> so people went a little too crazy about this, which I guess that's the new age we're living in with the internet where everybody goes insane over everything. But the original, well, I guess not the original, but Blink 2.0, Blink 182 2.0 was back. 
because they they still have Travis Barker, not the original drummer. Oh, got you. So only two. So so it's only Mark and Tom. That's Mark, Tom, and Travis. Oh, so because Travis wasn't Travis wasn't the original drummer. Got you. Yes. I was actually at the concert on the last tour where because Travis originated pre Blink One Eighty Two. He was an Aquabat. Oh, really? Yes, he was one of the founding members of the Aquabats. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, and so I actually saw it was Primus was the headliners, and like uh, it was Aquabats, Blink, Long Beach Dub All Stars. Which, if you don't know who they are, they were basically the two guys from uh, Sublime tried to like keep their keep like form a new band after Bradley died. Mm-hmm. Before they decided that that band kind of sucked, and they just. Lost needed magic. to make like the sublime name to make money, so then they got the dude to sing now and they're sublime with Rome, <laughs> Romy Rome Rome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Travis played with the Aquabats at that show. And that was basically his last tour and/or show with the Aquabats. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, so they did the pre-sale, and thanks to uh Ticketmaster's. Decision, like the way that Techmasters decided to fight against scalpers, mm-hmm. is they inst- instituted a thing of uh, called dynamic pricing. So basically, like the more people trying to buy tickets, yeah, the higher the ticket prices go. That doesn't sound like a scalper thing. It sounds more like let's just fuck up, fuck them over, and make more money. That well, I mean, it, that's that's what they're actually doing. But that's their excuse was well, if if we're charging you a fucking ridiculous amount then you're not going to want to buy them from the scalpers for even more. So at some, I'm like, so for the pre-sale, I don't know, because that was like on a Friday. And then I think this last Monday, I didn't see hear any more drama as far as like the actual day of release. Mm-hmm. But for the pre-sale, so many people were trying to buy tickets. Some venues like way in the back, tickets are going for like almost $600 a piece. Oh my God. Jeez. Do they get like, so, uh, so does Blink get like a higher cut for these? For the ticket price going up to six hundred, I would hope so, but I don't know. I haven't seen or heard anything as far as bus- like you don't know the business side. Of... I don't know the direct uh, the direct contracts that they have with Ticketmaster and stuff. No, jeez, I get that's it. That's ridiculous. It's so much money. Yes, so that's how Ticketmaster is fighting scalpers. Is they're basically becoming scalpers, and even though like you know, there's the conspiracy theory that a lot of the resale sites. Yeah. Are owned by Ticketmaster, <laughs> so basically, like they just don't put them up for sale. Say that show sold out, and then they just list them on their uh, secondary sale site. Mm, but nobody's, under like nobody's been able to prove it, though, right? No, no. But there's been articles written about like trying to justify the actual reason why tickets are still hard to get, like because they're actually our scalpers, and then you know you have to give a certain amount to like local like radio stations for promotions and fan clubs like like a lot of bands have like the fan clubs where they'll do like fan club only pre-sale or and they'll set aside a certain amount of the uh arena either mm-hmm. for vip or for fan club stuff yeah. like nine inch nails and pearl jam does the fan club stuff mm. and tool does too actually they have the tool army mm-hmm. where like you pay every year and you get like discount on merchandise and then you get like if they do decide to go on tour that year you get first uh, crack at buying tickets all for the low price of like a hundred dollars a year or something <laughs> we're making money we're not even ba- we're barely making music or going on shows uh, let's go make some yeah, more man. wine <laughs> yes <laughs> or, or i'm gonna i'm gonna make some more i'm gonna somebody asked him at a show one time about i mean yeah they did like a vip q a and they basically accused Maynard of being lazy. And that's why they hadn't come out with a new Tool album. <laughs> and, like, I've never seen him more legitimately pissed off because he, uh, he was like, um, dude, I'm in three bands and I own a winery. I'm on, tour, I'm like recording an album for one of the bands and on tour for the other one. What fucking part of that makes you think I'm lazy? <laughs> But it's not Tool. He also he also called uh, Tool fans basically insufferable uh, somethings. I can't remember the exact adjective he used, but basically something along the lines of calling them insufferable twats. 
or cunts, yeah, depending on his like, his choice of verbiage. But yes, he uh, and he people were all upset on Reddit when that happened, and I'm like, ah, you guys aren't proving him to be not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so, so uh, DC Films has announced uh, a little bit of a shakeup. Oh, Tom. Oh. So. Some guy that I've never heard of, and I'm sure maybe I might have heard of him at some point, and James Gunn are going to be co-CEOs of um, the DC Films TV and animation projects. You said TV and movies or TV and animation? TV, movie, and animation. Okay. Wow, so James that's what, Gunn that's is getting, that's way it's worded. getting yanked out of Marvel, huh? Which is funny because, um, like... Kevin Feige did an interview when they talked to him about it, and he's like, "Well, he's still working on. He's like the deal isn't official. Like he's not taking full his role full, fully over yet at DC because he's in the middle of filming uh, Guardians Three, which comes out in May." Yeah. And Kevin Feige was, and you know, yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin <laughs> was uh, basically, you know, whether or not he uh, um, believes it to be true himself, he was said all the right things like he's like yeah dude it's it's awesome for him that he's got all this stuff and when the first movie that he does with that comes out i'm gonna be i'll be the first one in line you know he's like i got it you know mm-hmm. he's like we're close like there, I don't, there's no animosity it's not like he's you know leaving in the middle of filming a movie and telling me to you know fuck off mm-hmm. you know he's like i'm happy for him man he's like he deserves all the success in the world mm-hmm. so it just It'll just be interesting to see because you know the whole merger thing and them needing to uh, make easy money, and they're shelving. They were like canceling and shelving a lot of projects and stuff that was already made. Basically, get it for the tax write off, like uh, Bat uh, Woman mm-hmm. or Bat Girl yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, um. It's like so. Wait, they're they're gonna still make new movies? I mean, I know they're like doing reshoots and whatever with Ezra Miller for Flash, even though he. Is facing like he can face up to like twenty six years in prison for all the stuff that he's been doing, you know, kidnapping people and stuff. I feel like I feel like they should just be. I feel like they're just buying time and be like, okay, what are we going to try to do now? Like the problem is, is they've already tried to like they've already built like a like a Justice League that's kind of barely put together and barely holding on. At this point, like Marvel's in a rebirth era because of how far the storyline has gone. And now, you know, they're trying to revamp new heroes and try to go in new directions and stuff like that. So, but like DC, I just felt like never really took off. So I feel like they tried to force it too fast. Yeah. And I just felt like. It didn't have the same cohesion as the Marvel movies did. And I don't know, maybe that's something that James can look at trying to do better. But I almost think you almost have to restart. But, like, how do you restart? Do you take, like, shit, I haven't even watched the new fucking Batman yet. But, you know, do you take, what's his name as, and just leave him as the face of Batman? And try to get, like, a Superman thing going and try to redo Justice League? Like, what do you do? Or do you just, like, focus on trying to just pump out, you know, just different movies? Because, I mean, you could even keep it with just Batman and have excellent movies if you plan it out well. You could have, like, they could almost do, like, a fucking TV show. Like, I would almost say, do fucking just do a Batman TV show. Fuck the movie. Do the show. Like, you got so many villains and story arcs that you could do. Right. Well... You haven't seen Black Adam, have you? No, I've not seen it yet. I mean, I'm and just so this is, <laughs> you know, yeah. Th- so this is a little bit spoilery of Black Adam, but they've already announced it officially, like through press conferences and stuff. Yeah. So uh, Henry Cavill is back as, as Superman for multiple, multiple, multiple picture deal. I think that's fine. I think he did good. I hope somebody throws a Witcher reference in there. Just to fuck fuck with him, but I'm good with. I thought he did well. I liked what like, I I just thought he did the role well. Like it wasn't like kind of like a uh, Batman and like the you know and Bruce. I mean not Batman. Um, Ben Affleck in his movies, mm-hmm. he wasn't the problem. 
Same thing with, you know, another Ben Affleck movie. Same thing with Daredevil. When Ben Affleck was Daredevil, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, man, he sucked as Daredevil. And it's like, dude, he wasn't the problem, man. No, Oh, no. No, not at all. No. Ben Affleck is not the problem on the actor. I'm not saying he's a great actor, but he wasn't the problem. His Batman wasn't the problem. His Daredevil wasn't the problem. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think they have. I think they need to try to keep what's her name as Wonder Woman. I think she's very credible to the role. I think she does a really good job. So. And I don't like Momoa seemed kind of like um, almost like he was writing off being um, Aquaman mm-hmm. again. But maybe if they've get, gotten the band back together, he'll he'll be more open to coming back. I would think so too, because I mean. With them bringing like a top name person like James Gunn to it, like you have to, you at least have to go to the table and listen to what they have to say. Like you're not gonna just go, okay, here's like, fuck James Gunn, he doesn't know how to do shit. Like he literally took a, a fucking group of misfits that nobody fucking cared about and turned them into like one of the biggest things in Marvel. You know what I mean? Like how do you not at oh. least go to the table and listen to what his ideas are? With, with your effort, uh, the way you for started that sentence i thought you were going to refer to the fact how he uh actually um made everyone forget how bad the first suicide squad movie was <laughs> but both both that, that sentence is a flat apple cool to both take a group of people that nobody cared about <laughs> uh, oh man but then uh but henry cabal i was just thinking about it right now like his when he uh his uh quote when it was announced that he was coming back as superman i think it was like shots fired yeah, at the previous movies because he was like, "Yeah, I'm looking forward to making a like a optimistic and, and bright Superman movies." Damn. Yeah, all the shots fired. All the shots fired. Oh, that's oh, too man. funny. Yeah, it's anything else scheduled? I don't even know what's scheduled for DC. Fuck it, just scrap it all. Well, the only thing I know for sure is the Flash movie. Yeah. Which is supposed to be resetting-ish everything, kind of. I don't know. Maybe to the point of even getting rid of Ezra, like I said, getting rid of Ezra Miller. <laughs> like, maybe he's only in there for, like, ten minutes. Like, yeah. maybe that's the reshoots. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm losing my power. You have the power now. The old, whatever speed, that... The speed, the speed force? force? Yeah. The speed force has left me and gone to you. Use it well. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yes. Which, which is a shame that he was such a fucking asshole in real life, because he was a likable character. And it was also a shame that, you know, everyone was just a big, giant piece of shit towards um, Ray. I can't think of his last name. I want to say Parker, but I don't think it's Parker, the guy that played um, Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody such a dick to Cyborg, man? Or just, like, in the movie? Uh, no, and, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh, that's fucked up. Like, that was... Yeah, if you if you look into that dude, that's a fucked up story. Like, and even you know, and that's part of the reason why, like Jason Momoa was like, I don't know if I want to come back, and even Henry Cavill was like, Yeah, this is not cool, kind of a thing. So, yeah. Um, but I thought he did good cyborg, like the whole like, yeah, you know, he wasn't the fun loving Teen Titans cyborg, but I don't think the real cyborg in the comics is. Yeah, I don't think he just shovels pizza in his mouth while yelling booyah all the time. Yeah. And singing, singing fun songs about waffles. Yeah, when are we going to get Green Lantern? So, I was reading this story. It was pretty interesting. When um, when they... from It was like the internet reaction when they made the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie. Mm-hmm. People were like, wait. You know, because basically it was like a generation that grew up... You know, the only, Justice, the only um, Green Lantern they knew was from the um, Justice League Unlimited and the Justice League cartoon that pre- preceded it. Was that Kyle or was it uh, John? It was um, John. Okay. And so people were like, "Wait, why is why are they casting a white guy as Green Lantern? Isn't the Green Lantern <laughs> supposed to be black?" <laughs> like a lot of reactions. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Green Lantern's a little confusing. There's like three different fucking main characters. <laughs> and then there's like four or five. There's, there's like five. five. There's there five now. There's like know. Kyle, Hal. There's that guy that's kind of a dick that nobody likes. Oh, yeah. John, and then the chick, Maria. I know she's uh, Hispanic, but I just can't think uh, of her name. But I don't, I don't there's at least five. I don't remember her. Was she was she in the in the Blackest Night stuff? 
I don't remember her. Being I don't. I don't. There. I didn't really read much DC, but I know she was in one of the animated stuff. She I mean, showed up. I don't semi recently. Yeah, I mean, it was so long ago. I I don't I don't remember. I just remember how it was kind of the front runner when uh, Jeff Johns was getting was pumping out everything for uh, Green Lantern. So. Yeah, I mean, I would be. I think they could actually do a. Yeah, I I think they should definitely look at bringing uh. Doing Green one Lantern. two three. I think it's just... So there's seven Green Lanterns that have been... All right. Fuck it. I don't know. I so, mean... so Jessica Cruz is the, the one. And so it's Guy Gardner. And Guy Gardner is the one that everybody hated. <laughs> and then so you also have... So there's Alan Scott, the original. Then Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, John Stewart, Kyle Rayner. Oh, yeah. Scott, Diamond... the old-timey Green Lantern. Like, yes. Ooh, here's yeah. my thing, and I got to put my ring into it. Yes. Yeah. And then Simon Baz and then Jessica Cruz. Mm. Mm. What's even going so, on in Green Lantern anymore? I wonder. Like Green Lantern was like with the whole Lantern Corps war and Blackest Day and stuff. And then I felt like after like Brightest Day hit, everything got like weird and then like Green Lantern died. God, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like it was like Jeff like, Johns I, went like way somewhere far away, and I don't know if he was even paying attention to what he was writing or whatnot. But felt like Green Lantern died after Brightest Day. So, um, you know, I still go to players and get comics. I just haven't had a chance to really read, and by haven't had a chance, I just forget because I maybe I should put them where they're more inside in mind as opposed to out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um, uh, but the last time I went, there was a couple of issues of Daredevil in there. Right, like issue was like one, two, and three, and I, I, you know, they've you didn't made get mistakes one, like that before. Four? No, no, right, <laughs> but it was more like I was, but it was more a thing of like I, I told Adam, I'm like, wait, why do I have Daredevil? I don't have Daredevil on my pull list. Yeah, and he's like, you don't, and then he looked at, it, he's like, oh, he's like Chip Zdarsky. You said you wanted anything written by Chip Zdarsky. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, he's doing more fucking books now. Yeah, he's 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 one of those guys where they're just like he's like everything that's like. You need someone to save this character. Give him the chip. Yeah, he's okay. like the new uh, Jason Aaron, I guess. Because Com after comic after making now. a <laughs> after making a a comic book a successful comic book where um, you can freeze time by mass by orgasming. <laughs> like, you know what? We need that in the Marvel comics. Bring him over. Can you just uh, can you write good stuff, but you know, leave the uh, weird sexual stuff out of it? Thanks. But that's my yeah, thing. time. Yes, you'll figure it out. Sex, sex criminals. That's that's a that's a solid read right there. If you're looking for something, it's 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 not it's not very many issues. I think there's like thirty ish issues. Mm. Cool. So it's not it's not like you're gonna like it's you know invest a ton of money. Yeah, but a solid read, man. Yeah, they can stop. They they can they masturbate, stop time, and then they like rob banks to because one of the guys works for a library that's like gonna get shut down because it needs funding, and so they go and like. Rob bakes to like, and that's just, and then they run into other people that also have the same powers that are trying to stop them, and they have like orgasm time stop fights. <laughs> Good times, dude. Yes. So, Phoenix area rapper Mega Ran, who uh, part of the nerdcore rap scene. He's also like involved in wrestling. He's done like some stuff with like showing up and doing theme songs for like some of the wrestlers. Um, he's kind of doing Twitch stuff. He's pretty much making a pretty big name for himself in the, the wrestling and nerd community. Mm -hmm. um, but he came out with a new song. Like he came out with an album not too long ago about basically it was dedicated to uh, Robotech. Mm -hmm. And all these songs with like super deep references like how mc chris did all the star wars stuff and it's like dude he read the books didn't he <laughs> or at least studied the, like thoroughly scoured like fan sites and wikipedia like, yeah um he's making some deep ass references and so then like a little bit after that he came out with another album that i didn't pick this one up because i kind of didn't really care too much but it was basically um overwatch songs about overwatch characters okay and then he came out with just one song called prime mm -hmm. and it is uh 
basically a, a rap description of the death scene of Optimus Prime in the 1984 Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Or not 84, like 88 or when it came out, but I just remember that movie it was the first time I think I cried in the theater, man. That movie fucked me up. Because you're like, oh, Transformers movie! And then it's like, wait, everybody's dying. Wait, Optimus Prime died? No! No, this is this isn't real. So like, we we've identified the uh, the point at where Danny became a huge fucking asshole and a terrible person. It was at it was the death of Optimus Prime. And it was at least that movie. Maybe not the specific death, but definitely maybe, that movie. Yeah. Maybe we should get your wife in here so we could tell her why you are the way you are. So that way she at least has an understanding of what makes Danny such a fucking terrible person. And an asshole. I was That's in Optimus Prime. It, it, when I was in like child. Yes, when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, I had a girl that sat by me in math class one time, and she looked at me and she was like, "Wow, you like you know what? You'd probably be cute if you weren't such an asshole." <laughs> and then Don't junior high, me all Optimus I heard was Prime died. You dumbass. All I heard as a junior high kid was, "Wait, did she just say she thinks I'm cute?" <laughs> Tunnel vision is strong, my friend. Yes. So, <laughs> did you listen to the song, Sean? I, I, I sent did. it to you. I did. I listened to it. It's got some good beats. I was like, I was jamming out to the two minute and 30 second song. Yeah. It's available on Bandcamp or YouTube if you don't want to give him a dollar because you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> don't pull it. We did see him. No, I bought it. I bought it from him. Not only did I buy it from from Bandcamp, but on Bandcamp Day, where Bandcamp doesn't take away any of the fees. I just meant an asshole. Not that you would oh, take it. Oh, in general? Away. Yeah. I, uh, I knew you probably paid for it. It was just more of the general asshole, not I see. like that piece. So I apologize if I uh, confused anybody on the reference point. Um, We did see him live. At Do you the, remember that, Sean? Uh, well, there was a lot of songs, and I followed the best I could. Did he? Sing? I'm just saying he was. He was with MC Chris when we saw MC Chris when he did his uh, real shit. His real yes. rapping. Yes. And I'm, so I'm um, a real rapper. Well, I'm a real rapper. <laughs> yes. And he, at that point, like most of his stuff, like he had, like he was writing on his like songs about Final Fantasy. So, um, but also, I know you don't remember this. There was anything you remember the concert is because you also because you claim you've never met Solid Snack, even though he was at the concert with us. <laughs> you you meet one person and fucking disconnect after years and years, and you're an asshole. Story of my yes, life. yes, you are, Sean. Story of my life. Story of our podcast. But that's not the song the social I mean, distortion saying. That's probably I mean probably the only reason I remember your name is because we fucking do this shit every week. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to reintroduce that is true. I do have to reintroduce myself in January after taking the month off. Send <laughs> you a text and you're like, I saw the same phone, I just don't remember who this is. New phone, who this? Uh, old phone. Don't still don't know. <laughs> There's oh, the man. Danny so you, G. Uh, Who's a Danny G? <laughs> what? I know a lot of this. Danny's. I don't know. Yeah. So you uh finally finished watching Spy Family Phone. Uh yes, season one of Spy Family. Um, I think they started season two. That's how far behind I am. I know they yeah. they took a break. Um, I knew I hit the final. I hit the end of the episode when they were starting to do like a flashback episode. I was like, I think I finished season one because if you go into Crunchyroll, it just goes like it just continues on like it. Yeah, like it's not like season two. So it's season like one. See, it's like episode thirteen. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So like, so I got through through, through um Spy Family and um I. I want to like it, Danny. I'm I'm probably gonna be one of the people that just I want to like it. I like the idea. There are definitely funny parts of the show. There's definitely I just feel like it moves 
too slow in the overall plot. And it's just... Just feel like I'm wasting away, waiting for things to happen. Like, I, you know, I like the, uh, you know, I watched the episode, and I don't know if this is the beginning of season two or the end of season one. Um, you know, you get to you figure out her, who her brother is. Um, oh, yeah. The sexy assassin. And, um, it's, and it's like, your, okay, yeah, your, and it's like, okay, there's, there's some really fucking cool parts about it and stuff but i'm just not a huge fan like i am not motivated to watch season two like i binge watched a fucking like low ass grade anime which we'll talk about next but anyways back to family guy i was more looking forward to like finishing that season than i than i am trying to like pick back up spy family yeah Especially after watching, for me, after watching the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why didn't this get the attention that Spy X Family did? Like, this show was way better. Like, the, like one of my problems with Spy Family is I did not like the little girl at all. Anya? Mm -hmm. Too annoying. You know, what's, did you hear that um, uh, Karl Marx's, about Karl Marx's sister? No. She was um, the head of the Federation of Racing in Russia. Gotcha. Her name was her name was Anya Marx. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Anyways. Oh yes, I I cannot stand her. She was annoying, mm. like like too annoying for someone who could read minds. <laughs> Versus like the little girl and the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting was at least like. Like trying to like cooperate with the crew, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she wasn't like being a little cunt. No. So when, when, yeah, so when I told a few people that I like that show better, they were almost like, "How? Why? Because it's good, and the other one isn't." It's good, motherfucker. So when I asked you, like, what all you were up to since the last time we talked for the show, and you sent me spy family and this next show and i'm like all right you know what i'm gonna at least watch a couple episodes of this so that i can like add to the conversation <laughs> dropping beers don't drop your beer um well bottle um so it's called the eighth son the eighth son are you kidding me like when i first saw your text i thought like uh, are, i didn't realize the, are you kidding me was a part of the show i should have figured with fucking like the long ass anime titles we're getting anymore i thought but i thought you were like that was like your like glowing like recommendation to watch the show like are you kidding me it's so good <laughs> oh god I, I could not have been more wrong <laughs> oh <laughs> like i'm watching this and i'm like this is just like the the basic bitch like han solo season wearing pumpkin spice drinking isekai anime isn't it like <laughs> I'm like, so I, I get into like the second episode and the guy that's kind of training him, they come to find out that he's like basically a zombie. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, is and like you kind of figure out there's something going on with him because he's like, he's not ready to be trained yet. As this like black, black, like auras around him. And I'm like, OK, so he's he's going to be the villain, right? It's, it's going to like kind of take a little bit of a darker turn, like. Dead. It's just. Uh, like. Like the pharmacy one is better, far better. <laughs> the, the parallel world pharmacist, which basically is like the same premise: a dude's overworked, goes home, eats, falls asleep, and wakes up, and he's in like a kid's body, mm -hmm. and tries to figure out who he is and where he is and why he's there, mm -hmm. and he's overpowered for the world. Yes, I mean, does that not describe both shows perfectly? Basically, and also he he's better at magic than he should be. <laughs> Same show. Uh, his family's nobility? Kind of. On one side, kind of. I mean, of. They're, po they're poor, but they're nobility. Which, that's the other thing that bothered me about that fucking family. So, look, oh. I understand that they're nobility, like, in a small kingdom, like a small area. 
But that shouldn't be their poor, right? Like, that's the bullshit part. Like, it would be better if, like, they you were, like... Vegetable broth as a meal. <laughs> like, like basically, like, like muddy water. But they're, but if they look, they have, like, farms everywhere. Like, yeah, they, shouldn't, like, the royalty be, like, we're the richest of all of you? Or a potato? Yes! Like, it would make way more sense if they lived, like, in the capital city or one of the bigger cities and maybe, like, the, like the dad at one point... He's like, have you, do we have any better books? And the dad's like, why? I don't know how to read. Like, it would make sense if they lived in, like, the big city and the dad was just a fucking hillbilly that doesn't know how to read versus yeah. living in the backcountry being a hillbilly surrounded by other hillbillies. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. like, when I go to North Dakota, the town where my uh, wife's grandpa used to live, there was, like, 1,000, 1,500-ish people there, right? They had, like, one grocery store, like, one school for, like, three counties. It was, like, it was, like, a multi it wasn't like one like the little city that went to that school it was like the surrounding cities like the whole county basically went to that school and it was all grades in one school mm-hmm. but they weren't fucking you know drinking like see-through coffee and see and like milky soup with dry <laughs> bread you know like the, the cost of living is reflective of where you live uh and the fact that, like, the brothers were just idiots, like, oh, we went up to get food and we came back with nothing. <laughs> Did you just, like, finish this whole thing just out of, like, anger? I watched two episodes. <laughs> like, like I finished and he was, like, heading off to, like, Magic Adventure School or whatever, oh and that's god. as far as I got. Oh my god. You, I almost want you to just finish this and we don't even... I don't even want to talk anymore because I want you to just hate watch this show now so we can finish it because just more stupid shit like that just continues and I'm afraid of spoiling it now <laughs> fine I'll hate watch it at least it's, are you kidding me at least it's a are better you kidding me? at least it's a better harem than uh harem lambreth lambreth they're not gonna wait till the eighth episode to introduce a second girl? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude, the show is horrible. Like, like I'm watching it and I just like it's already bad enough hard enough for me to binge watch shows. I'm not a binge watcher. Yeah. Never have been. So like the fact that I'm like I'm watching two shows and then I'm like, I'd rather do anything. Watch oh look, them. I have a I have a ceiling. That's interesting. <laughs> fine i'll do it for you sean no i i you don't have to to fight through there's plenty to watch so but i did i did finish watching i did binge kind of it took me like a week and a half or whatever to watch mm-hmm. the 10 episodes 10 episodes not 12 of cyberpunk edge runner yes on the netflix, the netflix. so on the netflix on the netflix <laughs> with the with the, and you know what man if if you're gonna do, like like Crunchyroll and all those other anime show anime streaming services they're all one now but at the time we're not now there's high dive instead of Funimation basically I guess I don't know what high dives high dive censorship policy is if it's as shitty as like Funimation and um, mm-hmm. Crunchyroll's was where they would just like black out the whole screen or like do like the file not found yeah. When my uh, Windows 10 operating system screen would pop up, yeah, <laughs> um, Netflix should have gotten like those shows, like um, Interspecies Reviewer and the World. Um, what's that one where the du- where all the dudes died, except for the ones that were like yeah, in world, a certain world, world and harem. Okay, that is the one. Okay, I had that that theme popped in my head, but I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. But that, yeah, worlds and harem. So basically. Cyberpunk, like they're just walking. Like there's just scenes where they're just like, like full going full like, um, Game of Thrones, where like they're having a conversation, and like the chicks just naked, just standing there, like, I mean they go like full Barbie from like down the b- below the waist, but you got you know boobs and nipples, I guess. Um, way which is still way better than whatever the fuck Crunchyroll and Funimation did. Um, and then I saw stuff on read it about this show nothing's super spoilery other than people were like i was not prepared to be depressed after the show ended this the end the show was the show ended sad and i'm watching it 
And I'm like, what do you mean the show ended sad? There is not one happy moment in this whole entire series. Like, <laughs> it's just 10 episodes of Downer. <laughs> where'd, you like, get, where'd you get hope from watching this show? Did you just you leave, stop watching it and go outside and find this hope and just come back and be, like, depressed? And... Did you watch any of it? I haven't watched any of um, Dude, Cyberpunk. Uh, I heard it's good. Like, it's really good. It's really good. The action is good. The drawings are pretty cool, like super stylized, but like fitting the theme of cyberpunk. The characters are all, I'm not going to say likable, but they're definitely like believable for who they are kind of a thing. Um, but from right from the start, man, it's just like fucking this, like this main character is just like down and everybody just walks by and just gets, has a sign on him that says, kick me as he's like down. You know, and people are like, oh, man, at least we got Hispanic representation in the, sh in you know, anime world. <laughs> and the most depressing one ever. <laughs> Dude. Ugh. Like, now that, like, seeing these memes, especially, like, there's, like, one, um, one, like, I guess, lolly-type character in the mm -hmm. show. But she's, you know, of course, you know, like, not a kid. She's an adult. I mean, they didn't go far as to make her, like, thousands of years old but she's still you know not 12 mm -hmm. and so that kind of that comes up in the show she tries to go into a bar and they won't let her in but she's like their gun specialist and stuff she's kind of like she's like all the characters are cool but man just just no going into this show like all hope is lost as slipped up good times not really no no are you <laughs> good watching... times by <laughs> are you watching do it yourself I've watched the first couple episodes. I've watched... I think I'm watching that. I'm actually... Oh, so I'm getting my wife... We're watching... Um, I started watching the one you recommended. The um, Herb Before Dragon. Yes. Oh, she's into we it? We watched the first... We watched only the first episode yeah. of that. Because we, we on the same night, we also watched... Um, do It Yourself. Um, not Do It Yourself. It was... Um, oh, there's one... Are you watching the one where they're in high school? And like their class project is they have to be married? No, it's like what in like marriage with no love or some weird fucking. Yes. So basically, the premise is is they're high school kids, yeah, and they pair them off and put them in an apartment together to act like they're married, but they're like they have separate like rooms, and you have to do, like thumbprint to get in, and like the common area, living area, is video camera and stuff, and like there's a screen on there that shows like their score that goes up or down depending mm -hmm. on how married they act. Wow, I might have to and watch my wife, that. Not like I don't have fucking ten animes I'm watching this season, right? But, you know, let's but this one, add another it's one. a, it's, it's an interesting um, premise that is actually following through by making it interesting. Mm. I mean, it has like the usual anime shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that it doesn't because, but it is definitely way more fucking original than any of this like wash, rinse, and repeat is isekai bullshit that we're getting anymore. Looking straight at you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's what happens when I get bored, man. Like, I just start going down dark roads. Dude, like, drop. I don't know how far you've gotten in the show. Oh, you finished it already, huh? If you can, if you can finish this, you can keep up with. If you have time to fucking binge watch this shit, you have time to catch up on the marriage one. Yeah. I will say my new schedule, I, I end up watching, like, three shows on, like, Tuesday and Wednesday. I watch another three to four on Saturday, and I watch two on Sunday, like, based off the release dates and times and stuff. Like, it's actually pretty nice. Like, I don't feel like I'm just stuck trying to, like, binge watch, like, yeah, you're not trying to catch up every Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So. It is, it is, um... Once you get used to it, it is that's the one nice thing is like you have actually the time to do shit during the day so that when the weekend comes, um you're not like necessarily forced to run errands. Yeah. Like uh like we used to do it before, like my wife and I would go like go out to breakfast and go grocery shopping Saturday morning. And then whatever during the day. But then when the pandemic happened and it's like, well, there's no point in both of us being at the store. Yeah. So I would just she'd make the list. 
on Thursday night and I had to stop at the store Friday morning. I mean, Friday on the way home from work and pick up everything and um, do the shopping. Mm-hmm. And so that way Saturday we, and it's like, and we've been doing that ever since. Cause unless I have something planned Friday where it's like, like the last time I went to a hockey game or whatever on a Friday, I'm like, I just want to go home and take a nap before I, mm-hmm. cause I want to get the extra nap. And so, but man, it's nice to like have Saturdays be less errand day. Yeah. Very true. But um, I do really like do it yourself. The only thing I don't like is the when they go into when they break the American girl and she starts speaking English. Like it's a bit of it's like a bit, I feel like cringy and just tough to listen to. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm able to get my wife to watch that one too. Like, what? I might be able to get my wife to watch that too because I showed her the trailer and she liked it at least. But yeah, it's super adorable. So I'm sure somebody is going to complain about it, but I think it's super adorable. I think that's my favorite (laughs) genre of anime. Like, there's there's enough bullshit going on in the world. Sometimes you just need some wholesome goodness. Some super wholesome goodness, yes. Exactly. Like K-Own and Laid Back Camp and Did you Love start is War. Did season two? Of K-Own? Laid Back Camp. Oh, Laid Back. No, I have not yet. Okay. You're just going to get stuck binge watching it? Yes. <laughs> and then here's the other thing, though, too, is... I'm just, I'm also like, whenever season two, a second season comes out or whatever, I'm kind of paranoid that it's like, are they going to, are they going to mess it up? But then I like, but that's just regular TV shows. They don't really necessarily do that with anime. But I just have to get over that. Like, yeah, I feel like for the most part, like it's just really how they where the author took the stuff. Like sometimes you, they they do ruin it. Like if you look at One Punch Man, like they ruined a lot of the. They got lazy on the animation and stuff. Like when you look at like how the manga was drawn versus how they animated it, you could just tell like there was some serious laziness. Yes, budget cuts, something. Yes, I haven't seen. I don't like. I haven't watched the third episode of Chainsaw Man. Maybe I'll watch that tonight or tomorrow night with my wife. Mm. Nice. I, I do. Know, like, I have seen one kind of spoiler scene or whatever, where like the two girls and the dude are talking, mm-hmm. and the camp, and like they're like the camp. Whoever like the animator of this deserves like an award just for this scene because at some point, I guess during the conversation, the conversation just zooms zooms in on the main girl's butt and sits there for a while. It is a weird anime, but it is enjoyable so far. I'm I'm still waiting for it to get to that top tier level like everybody puts it to, because right now I think it's just like a B. Like I don't think it's at it. Have you seen the are you following our anime on Reddit at all? No. Dude, they are having a meltdown over this show. It's hilarious. Really? Yes, because people are like, wait, we're like talking about how like you know how hyped the show was and then people are like wait this show sucks and they're like you always do this every season there's a show that everyone hypes up the show comes out people are like it sucks and then the next season we forget about it for the next hype show and they one of the shows they they bring up that fits that is um should not fit that is the um my dress up uh, darling mm-hmm. they're like everyone hyped that show up and now like you don't remember anything about it i love that show <laughs> i know it was adorable but, um but yeah, so there are like just like almost every post on our anime is either directly about or indirectly about Chainsaw Man right now. It's pretty funny. Yeah, no, and Quattro's because he read, he's already read it. So he was like, he's like, he's like, they're just introducing like characters and trying to build like, they're trying to build like the characters before the show starts to take off so i guess like we just have to be a little bit more patient and let the character development in the relationships kind of sink in because like in the third episode is a major like when you think about character development like episode three is really you know focused on that so i could see where you know, based off what he's telling me, I could, I, I could still see it, and I don't, I, I don't think it's a bad show. I just don't think it's to the hype yet. So I'm just cautiously yeah. watching it, but I'm having a good time. So I'm not gonna. Um... I never expected it to be. I like God tier, as people are saying. You know, like barely anything ever lives up when it's hyped. 
because you go in there with high ex- if you go into something with high expectations and you're always going to be disappointed mm-hmm. because nothing can live up to the hype that somebody else gives you about something yeah true very true all right that's everybody. why i always tell people not that's why, that's why i always tell people not to listen to our show because i want to have their expectations set at a realistic level <laughs> don't know don't worry about listening to our show it sucks dude i listened to your show it sucks i well i told you not to listen to it it's your own actually, fault actually people uh more along the lines of hey I, li- I listened to a couple i listened to an episode of your podcast oh man dude i'm so sorry <laughs> we don't charge so you can't ask for a refund <laughs> that's that's your fault for wasting your time yes <laughs> all right continue enter in end the shit and ending q that's it that's it godspeed everybody you have a good night follow us pod and itunes google play stitcher Amazon podcasts, all those fantastic places. Facebook, Instagram. Oh, one of the funniest things I'm I am watching on Instagram, and I do recommend it for everybody. And I blame my girlfriend for making me watch Instagram videos so much. But there's a guy doing a license plate review of all 55 U.S. states and territories. I will uh, I'll share it because it is fucking hilarious. And spoiler alert. He starts at 55 to 1, and 55 is New Jersey. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you later. Nanu, nanu.